Don't bro. Not, not a fan of that. Soundboard's man. gonna change the game. Bro. Bro. You don't like you don't like Skittle teeth. All right, never heard it. <laughs> you guys Maybe ready? That's the thing. I just didn't get what I tell you, bro. Wait, but you want us to get some like random talk, right? <laughs> is this Gavin DeGraw? You don't know Jamiroquai? I'm not surprised. This is Magic Spells. Was that another one? No, that was a different song. They're both really good. Okay, okay, but listen to the song. Oh, yeah. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. Welcome to the 86. <laughs> oh, another podcast. Thank you, thank you. Hey, stop it, stop it, stop it. We got a live audience now. Yeah, right? Live studio. We're paying them on SAG wages. They're paid here. See, this is the spot. Now, now Batella feels it. All right. All right. Wow. Too much. I love that. That was a very abrupt that, ending. Yeah, I need a record scratch. What is yes. up, everybody? How are we doing out there? We're doing great. Oh, okay. Good. That's cool. what I like to hear. Thank you, live audience. <laughs> now, please be quiet see. while we that record. That was my mom, dude. <laughs> oh, hello, Mrs. Batello. She's to see stoked to be here. I'm glad she's here, too. Hey, my Ms. name B, is Kyle. Daniel. Nate. And Sam. And we are so happy to be doing this again. Season two, you thought season one was a thing. Well, season season two. <laughs> season two. Season two has a new a new challenger has appeared. I feel like Nate just found his favorite tool. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are in, you guys one. are in trouble now. Oh, I would down. like to I would like to think that you do this even when no one's around. You just have your headphones <laughs> in. Your roommates are walking by, and you're still just doing your sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is that ODB? Yes. No, that's that's that guy that made that meme video, <laughs> but he turns out that he played football. Who? Somebody was telling me he played Dwayne in the NFL Johnson? for like ten years. Dwayne Johnson. No, not The Rock. Tyrese. No. Well, when I think of football, <laughs> no, he meme. did that song, the Fries parody. You know not, what I'm talking about. All right, no. let's not get sidetracked. You can show me later. No, he wants to show Vin me Diesel. now. <laughs> All right, let's go. I, I would love to. Well, know. talk while I find right. it. Well, uh, well, when I, when I think of memes in football, I just think of that guy that was like, "They had us in the first half, but we came but back we, with yeah. positivity." That's who I thought you were. No, you, oh, they I had us in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. in the first half. The head coaches I think of are the uh, the two are playoffs. Herm, I think it's Herm Edwards. Does playoffs? Oh yeah, playoffs. Anthony Adams and the guy who does the they are who we thought they were. And we let him off the hook. There's Romeo Cornell for you. Damn. Wow. I like His that. name's Anthony Adams. He played Anthony in the Adams. NFL. Well, good for well, Anthony. What a long career he <laughs> served. Hall he of Famer, I'm sure. Football and parody, surprise. He's all over the place. He's anyway, all over the place. Love it. it's season two. Season, season two. two. It's season two. No holds barred. I hope you're ready for... The, 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 the uh, training wheels are off, bro. I almost had a stroke just now. <laughs> I, I saw you foaming at the mouth. I didn't know what was happening. The training wheels <laughs> are off. Is Bubba. that Simple Jack from uh, <laughs> Tropic Forest Thunder? Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. That would be a good drop to get. That, that would be a good one. Uh, yeah, so season two, we're going to try some new stuff out, kind of open the forum up. Uh yeah, just kind of try some new things. Anything goes. Yeah, we wanna we wanna be able to talk 
about more relevant week-to-week topics. Um, We're going to be recording on Wednesday nights and releasing Thursday mornings now. So when you hear this tomorrow, uh, you know that we did it just the day before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're also switching to a nighttime tape, too. So you might kind of feel a little bit of a different energy than when we were waking up in the butt crack of the morning. How about this energy? That's oh, beautiful. Hey. That actually sounded great. I'm not going to Cheers to that. Cheers I've to that, never everybody. really listened to ASMR. I kind of got Yeah, that's a great ASMR. I love ASMR. We can talk about that. making an ASMR. ASMR? ASMR. Does anyone know what it stands for? Like autosystematic meridian response. Something like that. You know, you know, Sam knows. <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 that I sounds don't like a fucking Halo level, bro. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Meridian response. Okay, yeah. meridian right, response. that was close. You got the important words. Right? Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I actually don't listen to it that much anymore. But I, I went through. Dude, it's so nice. Just naps. Like you just lay on your back. That's and, interesting. And get no, dude, I feel like I'm gonna get killed by a serial killer. Listen to that shit. I listen to right. Zoe Kravitz did it for that sleep, Super Bowl commercial, and I, I oh was like, God, creeped Zoe the fuck Kravitz. out. Oh, I remember You're that. You creeped no, out? No. That yeah. was, I've very like, rarely oh been more God. turned on before. The knife is going in your chest. <laughs> Come on, where's the air horn? Like, where's the job? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like a beer commercial? What the fuck was that? That's what you get saying. It was for like sparkling water. No, it actually was very weird in the context of the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. But so, anyway. anyways, yeah, season two, more rants, more off-topic discussions. Yeah, much uh, less restaurant talk. You might mm-hmm. hear, it yeah, might come we're gonna, in a little bit, but more yeah, life talk, talk. Exactly. more no filter. Exactly, no yeah. filter. We're gonna bring in no filter discussion. We may have some guests. We may not. You know, deal. Yeah, we'll have to see if people <laughs> like listen you to this and then they're it. like, "No, nah, I don't want any part of that." It's for the kids. We do yeah. it for the kids. Exactly. It's for the, the children dog. of America. We Wu-Tang are the children. 86 no filter is for the kids. FTK, yeah. baby. As they say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to kind of get into some current stuff and, you know, talk about some things we think are interesting. And then we'll take a break. And when we come back, we have a very important top five that we yes. are going to deliberate need for yeah. you, our audience. So I'm you excited. know for sure. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, let's, you know, let's just jump into it. Sam, what Shop did you, uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I am not a big video game. Like I play a lot of video games, but it's mostly FIFA. But there's one game that I cannot wait for. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this last week, it was announced at E3. Well, announced by the man himself that Keanu Reeves Keanu. is gonna play. Oh, literally, I read an interview that said he has the second most lines of any character in the thing. It's not really? just a cameo. The game looks fucking awesome. It's made by the same people that did Witcher, um, which I kind of got into, but it kind of like overwhelmed me and I stopped playing. But this game, it, it's like a combination of like Skyrim and The Matrix, and Kiana's gonna be with you. Can I ask a question, please? So if I f- I don't know anything about video games mostly, like I play like fucking. You're getting into 2K, Madden, and 2K. Yeah, I'm just it. now getting <laughs> into 2K. Big time the, the NBA show 2K. fan over here. Yeah, Wait, you yeah play 2K? show like I'd love I to play, play very 2K. very like like you play the big games. games. Yeah. I don't get into like crazy you know whatever. Um, but I feel like hearing it, uh, out of E3 that like s- this is a huge deal. Cyberpunk 2077. 
So I I don't know. Is this based off of like a comic it's, it's or based a, another game a, or a tabletop game? A tabletop okay, RPG. Really? Okay. Yeah, similar Pond to D and D. Yeah. yeah. So I felt tight. like everybody was going crazy about it. I'm like, where's the not, source material? Like, that, it's not because of the source material. It's it's because of the company making yeah. the game. Okay. So it's CD Projekt Red, yeah. who is the company who made Witcher Three. Okay. So outside of making the Witcher games, which, which are known, one. I've never played. Yeah. They're known for being very well crafted, complete. The DLCs are almost full titles on their own sure. um, but also the way that they do business in terms of selling direct to consumers um, uh, what's what's it called uh, they, they, they do drm free they're Geo- one of the pioneers for that. Oh, so you, you don't even thing. have to pay to, to get the new stuff kind of thing no, no it's you like do have you to pay but you don't own it you're not like licensing it from it that's a gotcha, thing that people don't gotcha. realize with things like steam is sometimes you're you don't own stuff that you own you you're licensing the right to use it Oh, uh, whereas okay. from them, mm. you're buying it directly from them. It goes straight to the publisher. <coughs> you own it. There's no DRM Damn. in the way. Um, so the the company is the main reason why people are into it. Cyberpunk, the world has been around for a while, so there's definitely a following. Um, but in terms of the game of the hype of the game, like it's been, they've been working on this game for damn near seven years. Really? Like, which was is, was Keanu always no. attached to it? Or Keanu like was the Keanu John was Wick attached. success and all that. Well, Keanu was attached. Uh, they said like a year ago. Okay. Um, and I mean, obviously with John Wick and everything, but like the Matrix, Johnny M- Mnemonic, yeah. like he's a pretty in the world. I of love Keanu. In the world of cyberpunk, no, I dude, he's Keanu. it's like, and it's not just like stunt casting. I mean, it, you know, part of it is definitely like, you know, a little bit like he's gonna bring new new eyes to it, like I'm yeah. trying to do right now, but. It like yeah, their their storytelling. You're is basically very Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, Keanu Reeves is implanted in your head. What? Yeah, yeah, bro. It's cyberpunk, and yeah, the world looks incredible. Like the attention to detail, the like density. It looks like a. I mean, I've only seen uh, gameplay that they released last year. They haven't actually re- released the gameplay from this year yet, but it looks like nothing I've ever seen on the console. That's cool. dope. So I can't. F- and then and then Keanu Reeves. Is, is it going incredible. to be for Xbox and PlayStation? Yeah, it, I yeah. think they said and Steam. They're gonna NBC. get it. Yeah, they're gonna do it. Um, and on, on the current own. gen, and then also. And what is it gonna they be? They have on their Super own Super Nintendo well on PC. Oh really? It it's will be. Yeah, you can get it on the SNES. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, but it will cost seven thousand. It's one of those Atari hookups. Yeah, their level of storytelling and the depth of their of their games like it has the potential to be a very major landmark huge impact game i would love that. but also the hype around it is so immensurably high that it's also possible for it to completely fail and crash and burn because well if the if the hype gets way too high then people are going to be disappointed no matter what of course but that that happened to me with this is the end uh that movie seth rogan and um i was i love the hype for you I was dude. I was so movie. hyped. I bought the I poster like a I year before. It. I was following it before it was called. This is the end. I love those guys. I went and saw it, and I saw it in a movie theater packed with people. I liked it, but I didn't disappointed. Yeah, No, I'll tell you a story. I was in a theater that they literally thirty minutes before the end. There was like a black hour. Like the like the, the power went out. No, and they, so like we got our money back. And I'll tell you at that moment, I was more than happy to take my money and never see that movie oh what? i was so Dang. bored i thought it was so like stop it no. get some help <laughs> <laughs> i love that i watched like, a really up their own asses anyway happy point i just watched there's a really great i don't know if you guys have seen the gq series on youtube where they like interview mm-hmm. actors and they talk them about all the different roles that they've done 
No. Seth Rogen just did one that's like 40 minutes long. He yeah. talks about all these different like movies. Like their most iconic roles yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But then he, he when he talks about this movie, he talks about how when like when they pitched it to the studio, they were like, all right, that's fine, but you guys can't play yourselves. So they're like, okay, we won't do that. But then we turned around and totally shot the movie that way because like there's <laughs> oh, no way to do funny. the movie yeah. otherwise. Well, because he d- did he direct it? Yeah. Too? Well, he, yeah, he, he and uh, Evan, Evan his, yeah, and Evan, yeah, Evan Goldberg. Buddy, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they they made everyone just a heightened version of themselves, right? right. Exactly. Except for Danny Which McBride. But like, even hilarious. all that drama yeah. around themselves, like the whole thing with uh, the what's his name, the one guy moving away, and then like uh, them Jay not, yeah, or like that. Yeah. That was like a real thing with them. Right. Where yeah. It was like right. we stopped like talking after we did Freezing Geeks and all this stuff like in the past. Dang. James really Franco keeps the pistol from right. Fly Boys. <laughs> he talks too about Channing Tatum, how like in the script it's just written as like some A-list celebrity. Like we'll never get somebody to do this. But then Jonah did Twenty One Jump Street with, with Channing, Channing, and he was oh. like, "I bet you Channing would do this." And Channing was like, "Hell yeah, that's so funny." <laughs> I love that movie. I mean, it's not, it's I, definitely I, not I the definitely best Seth Rogen movie, it, but, but just in terms of creativity of like being able to write yourself and like, yeah, and it's how really absurd funny. it is. Upset. It's based on all that. What creativity is there? Like, let's take our own drama and make it funny and uh, put that. Yeah, but I think it's kind of hard to, to take yourself and then make yourself a heightened comedic version of yourself to be able to laugh at yourself. yourself. Yeah. Like, but, yeah. like one of, to me, one of the highlights of that movie is Michael Sarah. He's only in like that beginning where they're at the party, or whatever. But like the whole story is like, oh, Michael Sarah, like he plays these like timid, nerdy characters. The guy's a fucking animal. Right. Like <laughs> he has this whole fucking <laughs> reputation for being this madman. And there's the part where I think it's Jonah Hill like walks in and in the bathroom. And he's like sipping a Capri Sun and one girl's blowing him from yeah. the front and one girl's licking his ass yeah. in the back. And he's like, hey, baby, come on in. Or like, whatever. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And then he like, there's a different part where he like, uh, blo- like, quote unquote, accidentally like blows cocaine into like McLovin and Jonah Hill's faces. And like, oh, my God, I don't want to be fucking high on cocaine. And they're like, sorry, baby. Like, it's what it is. Like, he's just this fucking crazy person. And it's of course, animal, that's not yeah. who Michael Sarah, My- Michael Sarah is. But you don't know that. Right. I don't. It's a thing. Yeah. I don't but, know that. But, but, but everyone on that else same is note, very like that. Yeah. Just the idea that they are large enough of characters themselves to play themselves like that's a testament of your own you have to sure. be someone to play a characterized yeah. version of yourself in a movie if seth rogan wasn't a <laughs> wasn't already an established character if jonah hill wasn't already an established character that movie wouldn't have worked yeah no, one, I mean, one, one, one of the very any celebrities do when he says dear god it's me jonah from moneyball <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It's like> <laughs> <laughs> That's the best scene in the movie. That's <laughs> the right. that's the climax right there. When they all wake up and right when Danny McBride all the food. So as you were saying, Keanu Reeves, super exciting for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hopefully you can do a bunch of I thought it was a movie when when you were first talking about it. I was like, nice, like love to see Keanu and something. I might just buy or go to one of your guys' houses when you're playing it and just watch no. you play it to see some Keanu Reeves. I'll be at your place. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah, no, that's it. That's what I got. I, I didn't see much else from E3. I watched some, like, other people talking about it, and it seemed very, like, meh. And like I said, I'm not that many – I'm not into that many narrative games now. I, it's hard for me to, like, follow – for a, a game story to be good enough 
and the mechanics to be like not boring enough for me to play more than like 10 hours is, mm-hmm. is rare unless you know like mm. something like you know overwatch if you're playing against other people there's automatically like a variant so you right. like, yeah. do you go more for the like uh like player versus player online. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, like the that's all I do on FIFA. Okay, so that's see, I, I am the <laughs> exact opposite. I look for stories like Last of Us, God of War. Like, oh. I mean, the MLB The Show is like the one game that I play <laughs> that's like where I just like it's fucking classic story in that. Like, yeah, classic story of me being Bro. a fucking superstar. Am I gonna uh, make it to the end of the season? Am I'm I gonna just win saying the World right now. Uh, I'm 19 years old. I play right field for the Cincinnati Reds. And I'm the rookie of the year candidate oh, at the wow. top. I was a all star. Anybody? You know what, what that sounds your- like? You know what that sounds like? You need to get the difficulty up a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell on, you what difficulty <laughs> Anyway, but no, other than no, that, no, like I tend to play no. more of like the the story, story of the game, even yeah. like the the Marvel Spider Man on like PlayStation, whatever. I've heard that. I great. love that game. It's really fun. But yeah. I, and even though it's an open world, like I like that for the story of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm kind of like the opposite, quote unquote, gamer, uh, where I I tend to go for more. Like I like that classic sort of like Halo sort of thing. Like play through the story. I don't necessarily need an open world. I want to play the story yeah. of this like protagonist yeah. or whatever i used to i used to be really into it. like bioware was one of my favorite developers and they're known for their rpgs but they got bought by ea like five six years ago and everything they put out has been really disappointing hmm. um mass effect was great S- mass say effect. that again <laughs> ea bad I, I fucking hate EA, but yeah. that's a whole another topic yeah well all i'm saying is like i used to be really into it and like mass effect was the first games <laughs> i finished but uh anyway the fact that the sun is setting right now just made me remember something that I really wanted to talk about. Um, it's this small town in Norway. Did you guys hear about this? Small town uh, in Norway. There's a small town There's a in small Norway? town in Norway. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, it's <coughs> called New Asgard. You saw it in Avengers <laughs> Endgame. <laughs> Brought to you by no, Marvel. No, no, no. It's this small town in Norway. They want to get rid of time. Like in Like all. the herb? Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> only oregano T- from right, here. Yeah. H- Rosemary oregano. Yeah. Uh, no, T I M E. Your clocks. Your. Oh, by your the way, watches. guys. I don't know if anyone picked up on that. Kyle learned to spell between That's season one and season two. Hey, Kyle. Yay. I can read. That's how Attitude I read about spell. this. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, All right, please continue. You need to um, meditate for a whole day, though, to read it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. You won't see me tonight. You won't see me tomorrow okay. when the podcast drops. I'm just letting you guys know. Um, yeah, they want to get rid of time, like in general, the mayor of the town or whatever, he was talking about how people, <laughs> they, w- w- they focus too much on time and it sets them back. Mm. And if they, if there was no time, you could just impulsively hang out with people. You could go to bed whenever you wanted to. Stores could open and close whenever they wanted to. And I'm like, I don't That's know. This wow. is not. I don't are know. You, did you find this on the Onion? No, I didn't. No, find this I on saw the, the I saw the headline. I'm glad Kyle dug a little deeper. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's I think <laughs> that's <laughs> an interesting point because I I'm not I don't necessarily off the bat doubt that he's fucking lying or something, but I think it's interesting that like <laughs> let's like <laughs> thank you. L- let's say I believe that's true, and I think that's interesting. <laughs> reading a new story. I, well, as I, say, I think it's I interesting it's because like Gizmodo. like for me, like I'm a night owl, so like I tend honestly I tend to go to bed like between two and four. 
Yeah. Like most of the time. PM. Yeah, definitely. PM. <laughs> and I sleep until noon. No, you sleep until <laughs> 10 and then you get up. You're up all no, night. There you go. I'm saying like, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm up pretty late. Do you but like time is a construct in itself? Like it's okay. So I look at the clock and I go, Oh, it's two. I don't have to go to bed yet, but now it's three. Oh, now, uh, now I, have I have to go, go to bed. Well, like, you know Some, I mean? Something about this town too <laughs> should have mentioned. Uh, the sun only sets once a year. It's so time is like already just a, I, town just, just, small, just a small, huge just a, detail. Just a tiny, I just tiny, small at, detail. I just looked at that again. It's just I was like, up for oh, six fuck. months and down for six months. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so, I mean, so, at that point, yeah, fuck time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, not? well. He, he. That, that's why I didn't mention it at first because he wants other places. He's like, I don't see why people won't do this. At the end, he because goes, our sun rises and sets. He just wants people day. to see him. Or to see life from his perspective and to be <laughs> chiller and more impulsive. That's awesome. <laughs> I well, like, I was gonna say what the that. Fuck is <laughs> happening. Well, like back in the you know before we had clocks and everything, that people would people would generally be like, all right, I'll meet you midday. Yeah. Or like I'll meet you, you, you wake up when daybreak, the sun came or, up and you went yeah, to yeah, bed. Yeah, but like, I can't like imagine down. that. I'd be waiting thought, there for a couple hours. Well, and everyone kind of thought what. If someone said midday, does that mean when eleven? The sun is 12? the highest. Well, that's one. Awesome. But oh. you, you figure it out. I mean, like you, right, you okay. maybe you maybe you hang <laughs> Read out. Read a book. Maybe. But you, how do you know how high the sun is? It could God. get higher. You can than that. guess. Sorry, you have to have to wait uh, twenty. I would. Minutes. I would not last in the. I would Thanks, not Nate. last back then. Your com- the the timing on those things might have to be <laughs> <laughs> improved a little. But anyway, shut <laughs> up. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, well, no, I was gonna say like that. So I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But if there is no day or night. If it is one, you know, a six month day and a six month night, then it would be hard as fuck to be like, "Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll see you at." Uh, uh, you know, like what's your t- what's your frame of reference? That, I that understand. Right. Middle day, day minus of one. That's three quick math. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the math. Yeah, you got to do the math. I guess, <laughs> but like get your you know, because if you're like, hey, baby. I'll meet you when the sun, you know, when the sun is highest. Okay, you'll probably meet someone within the hour that you're supposed to. But it's like the sun's always out. Like I'll meet you in. I don't. If you, I guess, now, if well, there's no time, now I'm spiraling. That that's my favorite when the quote sun from it. Uh, goes below <laughs> the shutter of the the inn. Yeah, when, when you think time. it's been too that's long, that's literally how I they calculated like, time before clocks was shadow clocks. But that's like a really slippery slope, right? Because if you stop acknowledging minutes and hours and time, do you stop acknowledging days and years as well? Like, sure. does age well, sure. not become a thing sure, anymore? Age is just a number. How do you how do you how do you number, baby? If it, if I visit this time, <laughs> how do you this, bake? If I visit, you this throw it in the oven. You for get by your gut the same way they solved crimes in 1918, bro. <laughs> by your gut, it was him. How do you I know? Got I got a feeling it was feeling. Joe McSorley and his brother. Well, my, my <laughs> favorite, <laughs> my my favorite quote from this uh, was, "And rather by appointment, people can meet up impulsively." Ooh. I'm like, I, I, I personally, I hate when people like my friends used to knock on my door when I'm just like chilling with my family or I'm watching TV and they're like, can Kyle come hang? Like, no, I can't hang. I'll let you know if I can hang. I didn't text you back on purpose. And now you're at my place. What the fuck? Now you're at my place and now I have no. to go hang out. No, I, I get that. And now it's like, if you are, if you want to meet up with someone, you have to know where they are. Yeah. Or, or I guess you could be like right now, because now is not a time. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. You, now yeah, is okay, the moment where it's yeah. like right, like sprint to the. Do you want to go meet at Al's Norwegian <laughs> you have candy master yeah, yeah. now? Like that's yeah. yeah. I just I was on board. Everyone I was honestly like, oh, it's kind of cool, but like the added wrinkle of having no like heavenly, you know, yeah. reference point. Uh, now I think this guy's wild. trolling. Yeah. Well, hey, man, he's in a I small Norwegian town, and we're talking about him. Three hundred. The weed is really good out there. Yeah, bruh. Just what if we? What if? What if? What if? Like what if? What if? What if? Time. time. He also has just like bags under his eyes. Like when did you last slept in like six months? He's just been railing. Time is a construct, motherfucker. The sun's been up for six months, so I don't sleep. Batello, I know you had a lot to talk about this week, but if you can, if you could pick one of the things you wanted to talk about, (laughs) boom roasted. (laughs) By that, boom roasted. Uh, No, I have one thing that I was kind of interested to talk about. God bless you. Uh, I have. I never actually heard that until that moment. You you talk about. You just heard him say it. Yeah, 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 that's fantastic. So uh, I know I had one thing that I wanted to chat about, but hold on, let me. uh, This is going to get a little intense. Ooh. Can I excuse myself from the so, table real quick? Because hey uh, that was hot. So I want to talk about John Stewart. I want to talk about John Stewart. You want to talk about John Stewart? His testimony for the 9/11 first responders bill before Congress. That was great. Uh, yeah, do you, I'm ass- I, I yeah, watched. I was, it, I watched I'm it, assuming yeah. kind of maybe we could we all. Yeah. The live Fuck. audience watched it. Did we all Mitch. see the video? Oh, yeah. McCann. Standing yeah. ovation. I, I will say to the people listening, if you haven't watched it, please do. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, literally just Google John Stewart, like, Congress, and it'll come up. 9-11 First Responders Bill. Uh, here's the thing. I did not know anything about this bill mm-hmm. before I saw this. Uh, I'm a huge John Stewart fan. I'm, you know, I'm a Daily Show fan. I love Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert, all those guys that are that are kind of from that ilk. Uh, Steve Carell, even um, Ed Helms. Ed Helms, I was going to throw out Ed Helms. Yeah, Rob um, Corddry. I didn't know about that one, uh, but it's it's it was it was interesting because uh, it. I mean, John Stewart is known as kind of like one of those one of the king. I mean, maybe the king of. I have a little satire. clip here if you want to. Yeah, hit me with this. Is clip. from him when he was when he came on. Uh, yeah. Afterwards. No, no, Mitch McConnell. I am not bent out of shape. I'm in fine shape. Well, I am out of shape. I am out of shape. <laughs> I am out of shape. But not because of you. I'm actually really more pizza crust oh, than man. Really. <laughs> you love the 9-11 community when they serve your political purposes. But when they're in urgent need, you slow walk, you dither, you use it as a political pawn to get other things you want, and you don't get the job done completely and your answer to that charge is yeah duh we're congress that's how we do (laughs) but the truth is that's not how congress do that's how the kids would say it oh we've never failed to to address yeah so uh yeah that was him on stephen colbert a couple days after his uh testimony before congress and what was crazy, I mean, this whole thing's been a little bit of a back and forth now, days later. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, he testified before Congress, and it was an incredibly moving um, speech. Whoops. That was an accident. <laughs> Still working out the kooks. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um, but yeah, it was... It was uh, it was very moving, 
and what was interesting was then after that, <laughs> no. uh, it was, Mitch it was McConnell weird. sort of uh, responded. I think it was on like The View or no, it was I didn't, Fox I didn't and hear his Fox response. And Sorry. Yeah. It's Fox and Friends. Uh, and and literally said shit along the lines of like I don't know what he's so been out of shape about I it looks like he's looking for a reason to be bothered you know we've always taken care of this bill we will again it's like John Stewart's point is that these people have been battling for this since 2010 and Mitch McConnell is the person that's been in the way time after time and again like me personally knowing nothing about this bill until then until right now. And learning about it and looking at how impassioned, like, uh, you know, maybe someone would call me silly, but um, silly being uh, uninformed, but then watching someone like, I mean, I think it speaks a lot to I think we can agree. Like, I think it's interesting that right now. The, for me, at least, the per- the people that I look to the most for political guidance or political um, opinion, they seem to be comedians most of the time right now, whether it's Trevor Noah or Stephen yeah. Colbert or Did ha- you know there Hassan are, Minhaj. There are multiple <laughs> democracies on this planet Earth right now that have comedians as their head of state. Really? Guatemala and the Ukraine. Honestly, I'm not surprised, dude, because I feel like the way that it's going right now um, – the way things are right now is that like the world of comedy lends for whatever reason uh, lends itself to truth actually. there's well oh yeah there's and, there's and comedy and truth 100 yeah. percent. and even though there's you know like uh, it, it, i th- well i think that like, i think right there's now, truth in comedy I don't. I. I don't uh, know if I would say there's the comedy. I, and I, truth. I feel like I think there are not many jokes that don't end with it's funny because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, I just think that I think that right now the interesting thing is is like that. The, the I think there are a lot of jokes that are like uh, good. Jo- Dave Chappelle good buying joke from a bit buying crack from a baby at three a.m. No, is not real. No, the joke is that D.C. is the hardest right. ghettos in but the states. Right. The joke comes so from a truth. Right. So there's truth in the comedy, but I don't think that the <laughs> oh, truth yes, is necessary. That there's. Yeah, yeah. Well, we d- the truth is not always funny. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The essence of comedy is extrapolated. That's why I said Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a truth about myself. I drive a Honda Civic. That's not funny. It could be funny. Wow. Stop it. Get some help. There's not comedy now. That's what I'm saying. So, I want to make one more tiny little point. that, like. Well, you so asked I'm the question. talking about like his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to make another point. Is it, uh, like I'm talking about his testimony before Congress. Mitch McConnell responded on Fox and Friends, and the clip you played was from John Stewart on then Stephen Colbert. Right, it was a different thing, um, and it's very interesting because he gave such. I, I just think it's something for us to explore possibly right now that John Stewart gave such an impassioned, vulnerable moving speech before Congress on the Senate floor. He was moved to tears fighting for these people. And then he comes on to Colbert and he does the same thing. Absolutely. He's still like trying to promote awareness for the cause. 
but you know, it's it's you can tell it's a scripted joke. It's a scripted little yeah. little bit that he's doing with Colbert, where he's like, you know, I'm out of shape. I am out of shape. But blah blah blah. And How about like, pizza crust? Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah. I, and I think that's interesting. I, th- I I think there's something to that. I think there's something worth kind of maybe chatting about of like that. Why does he feel the need? I mean, maybe just about like different arenas of where you talk about shit and how you talk about it, and, I th- and uh, how does it diminish or can it diminish the overall? Me- I don't personally think in this instance that it did uh, diminish his overall message, but I, I just remember watching it and thinking that it was interesting that he went on Colbert and then felt the need to be the old John Stewart from The Daily Show, where he's making. Jokes I think he did around. that because he he lays out his emotions. He he says everything. You see the emotion. People are watching this clip. Um, Mitch Mitch McConnell uh-huh. comes back and then is like, I don't know why he's so upset. If he goes on Stephen Colbert, one, which is a comedy talk show, so it is that arena. But if he goes on there and he's like, I'm just still so upset and I wanna, I'm going to be moved to tears again, it's like you're doing the same thing. To, to him, Mitch McConnell, well, M- Mitch McConnell being like, I don't get why he's so upset. His counter to that is not being upset. He's being like, oh, you think this is a joke? Then it's a joke to me, too. That's interesting. Almost because kind I of feel like I wonder how I wonder how effective it would have been if he would have gone on. Say you go on a comedy show. You go on something that's that's framed in that sort of arena. It's framed in that box. And then but, you but get he already real, did that. He already did it. That's but the you thing. drive. But I'm, I'm saying I, I who knows? I don't know yeah, what's right yeah. or what's wrong. But I'm saying like, what if he would have gone on there and done that again and been real and been raw and drive that point home more and go, hey, look, I know this is a fucking comedy show, but I'm not fucking joking around. This is real. Look at me. I'm Jon Stewart. Yeah. On a comedy show where you expect me to make jokes, and I'm telling you, this bill is fucking important. Yeah. And Mitch McConnell. I, I, I okay, think well, he's he's satiring Mitch McConnell with that answer. Yeah, he's and like, I, I think that that is this is his, how you're gonna treat it. His zone is is political comedy, and I mean that's um there's a whole another discussion to be had with like the way that 9/11 is co-opted and used mm-hmm. in a lot of people and people get thrown under the bus and one of the reasons I think that Mitch McConnell reacted the way he did is cuz in the past cuz I believe I remember the l- 5 years ago cuz this bill basically has like a 5 year like it grants yes. money for 5 years so yeah. I think the last time they did it and what John Stewart wants is like no I want blanket coverage yeah, for the rest of everyone's lives yeah the p- the reason Mitch McConnell likes it the way it is is because Every time the bill comes up, you can put kind of whatever the fuck you want in it. Yeah, as, he can as long use as it it's for other stuff. Yeah, and as long as it also gives money to 9-11 responders, then it passes. They're happy. Uh, but to, to your point, I th- think that would totally fucking sandbag Stephen Colbert. Like, how do you have that experience? And then it's like... All right. Well, next up, it's uh, Billie <laughs> Eilish. We're yeah, going to talk about her. I, single. I would disagree with no, that, especially that knowing on the that, that slot. Like I that's not what people are tuning in for. People would be t- turned off. I disagree because I think right now Colbert is, first of all, has better numbers than Fallon. He's beating the Tonight Show, and second of all, uh, people have come yes. to have, have come to know him. <laughs> wait, wait. What? But but Fallon, I don't. I don't like you <laughs> do you guys watch late night TV? No. Un, I watch clips and stuff on. Do you YouTube. watch late night TV? No. I watch Conan. That's oh, it. Oh, we got a hardly, Conan guy. He's hardly yeah. even <laughs> one person. What, yeah. What's Conan's yeah. like issue I, that he that's breaks what, like, down and gets But really but here's the thing. I'm sorry, I, I don't say that to <laughs> diminish your point. I just say that because I hope not. I no no no. Of people watch. Nah, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about that. I think late night shows are 
old and dying. It it's such an old fifties, sixties fucking country. It's it's a way to tell people what to think. No, I, maybe, but like I don't think it's that now. But that's kind of like what it started. I, I, there was only one there one channel, and then there was I two think channels. Late night and started now as there's uh, like four right. channels. It started as a way to put people on. It was like let me like that was it's just cross promotion. Was, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. we'll give you a place to talk about your movie. People will tune into our shit because you're on it, and people will go see your Late shit because you're on my show. Super yeah. popular. That's why I the quote unquote interviews aren't actual interviews. Right, like, but that's what I'm oh saying. Is like heard that you if like you put but this is to my point. If you put John Stewart like making this thing, plus I don't think that that's the right time. I, th- I mean, like he literally went in front of the people in charge of getting the vets that money. What is he gonna do to like? You know, what, is I he going to make I, a big, I, like, impassioned call your senators? Because I think that by the time he went on Colbert, like, his whole thing before Congress had already gone viral. Everybody yeah, already people, seen yeah. him. Everyone, Everyone knew knows what about what his thing was. And so it's like, but what, for me, what more is it going to do? But the reason, I mean, I I am so, like, you guys know me. I'm so, like, jaded about the whole political system anyways. For me, the only thing I really enjoyed about that clip was, like, whenever you watch things of that nature, you get that feeling of, like, um this is like you you want to say these things like mm-hmm. you guys are acting ridi- like you see yeah. them and this inter- and it's like why aren't you he, they just said bullshit why aren't you saying something and yeah. he's in there like calling no 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 out. calling them on their bullshit so that's for me is that's why I enjoyed it and that's why I figured that it went viral sure. but also by the same hand I didn't expect much to happen yeah I mean, well, are you well, talking about, they, they you're talking about the clip that we respect. just played? Or no, no, no. The, the original the, clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I will but say they, they passed the vote unanimously after he made his speech. Yeah. The day after they made his oh, speech. Oh, I think it did exactly what it needed. Uh, and I that's probably I another reason and why. Well, he, and that's another reason that he doesn't that need he to doesn't get go off because he won. Like he, he, you know, they like he his goal was to shame Congress. And I mean, five people, five Congress people yeah, showed up to that meeting yeah. and they had, you know, guys like I just saw today that one of the, the guy he was next to. I'm ashamed. I don't even remember his name, but the guy that was literally sitting next to him on the podium is now in hospice care. That's how Dang. close he was to death. And that's how well, and I will much say he wanted guy, to be there for anybody listening. That guy also made a speech. They just yeah. it's not part of John right. Stewart's yeah. thing. Yeah. He also made a prepared speech and read a speech before Congress. Um, I mean, basically saying the same similar things to what John Stewart said. Um, from a first person, from from the perspective of yeah. a guy who was actually on the fucking ground, and it's something. Yeah, I, I don't know. The reason I want to talk about it is because a, John Stewart is someone that I look up to and I respect, and I love because he's the king of political satire. Mm-hmm. Satire, and I think the 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 core of good satire is truth. And the reason that The Daily Show was so good with him on it was because, like, as many as jokes as he made and, you know, as goofy as they were sometimes, he could go toe-to-toe with any of these other fucking Fox oh, News you or should, whoever. Yeah, Google, oh, Google yeah. uh, uh, John Stewart. No, and Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Ooh, Tucker Carlson. That's oh, a good, good one, too. Can I just um, say uh, just about the, like, 9-11 and the, what this issue brought up, but something that comes back to me is I fucking hate how people – Use 9-11 to justify, like, everyone saw the Ilhan Omar things. Like, you said you never forget, and mm-hmm. I'm in Congress. That means you forgot. And, like, they use it to justify so much Islamophobia and all sorts of, like, pro-military, you know, it, fucking let's kill the terrorists. They attacked America and all that shit. 
And that is a lot of them are the same people that are like a fucking coastal elites living yeah. in New York. City. I'm like, well, if New York City is cool with Muslim people and, you know, they're they're not they're blowing the up fucking, fucking skyscrapers in Mobile, Alabama, are they? Yeah. No, they're blowing up shit. And, you know, right. So and and I don't know, it just the way that that whole the way that that event has changed the course of the country and how it's been, you know, used in so many ways on so many issues. It's not like one people doing it, but it's yeah, I mean kind of a thing. That's the defining event of our generation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For us, for yeah. sure. I mean, that's our, I mean, but the scary thing I, is to think about what is stepping bounds saying that that's our one? Pearl Harbor. I wouldn't, I would say, I mean, we, I mean, we had yeah. never, we had never been uh, attacked. We had never been attacked on American soil since until Pearl 9/11. Since Pearl Harbor. The we, we we didn't. Uh, Hawaii, was, Hawaii was not a state. a state at that time. Yeah. Uh, this was really? the, what about this was what about the, first the uh, there was balloon bombs that killed uh, a bunch of kids in Oregon? But even about during the Cold boy. War, post World War Two, like the you know Cuban Missile Crisis, like there was there's stuff. Oh yeah, and, there's, and there's the Vietnam War. Events. Like there was other big pivotal. Things, I just think yeah. for us, this that's the big. I would say that not just for the country, but literally the whole world. Like the the way that American foreign policy changed, the way that global terrorism. Like mm-hmm. before that happened, people like a lot of what terrorism was was like leftist yeah. and blowing up trains right. and. Right. Like it was, and now the way that the world is, it, it, yeah, I think it's the defining. Like yeah, you said, I mean, I can even speak to like of our generation without going too into too much detail. I'm, uh, I mean, my dad was in, wasn't, wasn't the government for a long time while I was growing up, and I grew up wanting to do that too. And then after 9/11, when I was, you know, graduating high school, and I said, I, I think I want to go into the FBI. He not necessarily discouraged me but was like hey listen it's a lot different than it was when i joined because now it's all about either domestic or counterterrorism. you're either and it's luck of the draw like you graduate from quantico like you get out of your academy and if you want to work bank robberies and they say too bad you're counterterrorism, that's your shit and like that's what you will be working unless you can find someone who wants to transfer from the other side to counterterrorism and you can take their place. Like otherwise you're going to be doing something you don't want to do for as long as you have a career in the bureau because half of pretty much half of the FBI, their efforts are towards counterterrorism. I'm sure more now, you know? Yeah. Whereas my dad was lucky enough, not domestic terrorism. Yeah. By the time he got in, he, I mean, he was lucky enough to do what he wanted to do, which was like bank robbery, credit fraud, medical fraud, like stuff on the domestic. <laughs> the real shit. The real, <laughs> the real Jack mean, Bauer what, shit what medical was, fraud. What was cool to me, like hearing what he did for a job, was that like he's to me he was basically a detective, but he got to work bigger cases. He got to work, yeah. you know, bigger stuff. But he's mm-hmm. essentially a detective. Whereas my dad was like, dude, there is a 50-50 shot if you, f- if first of all, if you make it, but like. If you made it, in and the he was bureau, like, "You're not gonna." He's like, "You're not gonna." Don't tarnish an actor. You should be an artist. You should be an artist. Yeah, you should my be a parents, you're creative. That's how bad I am at everything you'll else. My parents encouraged me to be an artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was like, "If you got in, I mean, it's a fifty-fifty shot at best that you'd be put into, you know, something, yeah. you know, domestic investigation as opposed to." Counterterrorism, and if it's and because the, the thing that's crazy about counterterrorism is like if you're doing that shit, you say I'm tailing a guy, I'll have if I decide to approach him, I have like three questions, word for word, verbatim, that I'm allowed to ask him, and that's it. You'd be like, why do you go to this mosque? 
where's your dad? How long have you been going to this mosque? And other than that, I cannot speak to him. Safeway like, slash how are you supposed to do your job? Has those like, same rules. They can't be like you're stealing. They're like, are you gonna purchase that Snickers? How long bar? have you gone to this mosque? I mean, are you gonna <laughs> steal that Snickers? <laughs> are you? They can't anyway. say steal, and they can't uh, follow you out of the store. Are you gonna take that with you? With are you? Are you gonna purchase that? Yeah. And anyway, then I just in go out conclusion. Got a while with this thing. On just that look, note, I just look Kyle in the uh, eyes as did that. I just yeah. Wanna, I, on that I, happy I just note, to say, uh, the John Stewart thing was something that I wanted to bring up and chat about because it's Definitely. it's uh it's something really really interesting to me, and I think it's interesting when someone that is known for comedy or quote unquote Hollywood or whatever really really he's always really been a political. Are you, try, are you trying like, to say Jew? When, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which he is Jewish. Uh, no, but I, 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 I think it's interesting and admirable when someone, you know, he, he wasn't doing that shit for the cameras. He's doing that. Sh- this is a cause. No, that he's he been working really with them for. He's working with them for years. Yeah. Uh, and it's I interesting you meant the that this, cameras. This, like, uh, yeah, the John Storch. This clip went viral, um, and I can't think of a better clip that went viral because it's so cool and humbling and awesome to see someone in that light and I kind of in that status um, being so fucking passionate and, well, and, and vulnerable about I, something. I'm like glad that. you brought that up because I think something big that happens nowadays is people watch something or they read something and then they just forget about it. Yeah. Like I, I watched that video whenever it happened, I think mm-hmm. maybe Sunday. Yeah, and when, when you brought it up today, I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, that happened. And yeah. it's like we need to keep talking about these yeah. things. Yeah, definitely. So cool. Yeah. On that happy note, uh, in a similarly super important way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Bella Thorne and her <laughs> nudes. <laughs> All right. You tell, yeah, I'm interested. Um, I, saw, uh, I saw the titty. So That's it. Wait, <laughs> so, so here's the story, okay? Let me get my corona. Somebody got on this. Ah, damn it. Got some good ASMR. That was not, yeah. <laughs> I, I regret not talking over you doing that. Um, so Bella Thorne had a hacker get her nudes and threaten to expose them, uh, in, in order to kind of thwart the hacker. She just went, fuck it. I'll post them myself and post them on Twitter. Uh, so the drama comes in where, of course, on the view, Whoopi Goldberg had some things to say. I have a clip here. (laughs) Um, just fair warning. I didn't watch this first. So. Uh Fuck. Actress Bella Thorne's phone was recently hacked and blackmailers threatened to release nude photos of her if she didn't pay up. So she posted a lengthy note on Twitter about how she's taking back her power by releasing the photos herself. Is this the way to do it? Let's see. She says... I, it's tough so because... only one share with one person. But she should... Listen, when they're hacking you, they're hacking all of your stuff. So whether it's one picture or a million pictures, once you take that picture, yeah. it goes into the cloud, and it's available to any hacker who wants it. And if you don't know that in 2019, mm. that this is an issue, you, you, I'm sorry, your age does not, you don't get to do that. But why you not? So, Whoopi, well, uh, sorry, just real quick. Whoopi, you know nothing about hacking. Well, I, I was like. going to. Congratulations. Does she? You played yourself. Oh, thank you. I Amazing. agree. I was going to take a page out of our president's book and say, Russia, hack Whoopi Goldberg's 
Gmail, iCloud. Let's get some whoopee nudes. I like that. Yeah, let's get that shit. Actually, no, I have to clarify that. I do not support the hacking of any women. Yeah, be careful, please. And I feel bad now against saying I saw the titty. Because the only thing I saw... Thank you. The only thing I knew was on Reddit. I saw... It was literally in subreddit drama. And it was something like the mods of Bella Thorne subreddit to like took down the pictures and then but it was like the it was like but bella thorne posts pictures and right then she posts them herself so, so i was the, like oh i'll check out the picture yeah. but i didn't know that she got hacked so i played the whoopee whoopi gotcha, clip gotcha. because ultimately the reason why i wanted to talk about this is whoopee's perspective is it's 2019 if you're dumb enough to take naked pictures of yourself and keep them in a cloud somewhere it's someone's gonna, gonna hack you yeah. they're gonna get out so if you don't want pictures out of you don't take pictures of yourself, especially if you're a famous person, right? Yes. Um, to Bella that's why I, responded. That's why I take a lot of dick pics because yeah. I'm not famous. Oh my god, you shouldn't do that. Hey, Many I testicles. remember there was an okay, episode where so, I asked. Okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, she said in response on an Instagram story, Bella Thorne, that is, she said, "Whip me now that everyone's seen my shit. I just want to say, watching this interview, you made me feel really bad about myself, and I hope you're happy. I really do." So obviously, her perspective is the other side of. Just because I take naked pictures of myself doesn't give someone the right to blackmail me. And yeah. So why didn't right? she say so that though? I suppose like she because she made me feel bad. I hope you're happy. Well, because, because that's the truth. I mean, I think I totally agree. Like that. Unfortunately, in the world we live in, I you know, like Bella Thorne did all that she could do to be like you know, uh, uh, this same thing happened to Radiohead recently, not with naked pictures, but with. Old material, and, yeah, old material that got hacked and a hacker was like, yo, it's $150,000 or I release it and they just released it. This is kind of the exact same thing. That's actually not, a, that's not true. So uh, only because I frequently yeah, but the no. Radiohead subreddit. Yeah, exactly. I, I, say I knew about no. that leak like the moment it happened. So what? yes, there was a leaker that got access to the files and they did ask for 150,000. That number only becomes from it's 18 hours of footage. Right. They divided up the footage into tracks, some of which, which is live material, which is worth, you know, 50 bucks, say yeah. to speak in a leak where it versus other unreleased songs, which could be worth up to 300. So the entire catalog together is worth roughly 150 K. Okay. So they were asking for prices of the songs, but that was towards a discord community of Radiohead fans. Not no, there was at no point was Radiohead blackmailed. They just heard about it happening and said, if this is going to be, be out, we would rather it's out Come by us, us, but also that the money goes towards this, they charity. put it on Bandcamp, yeah, to go towards a charity. Word. Well, then yeah. then my only point of drawing the parallel, because I don't think they're the same, obviously. I think what happened to Bell right. Thorne is incredibly more intrusive. Yeah. But my, my only point was, like, that at that point, it was incredibly brave of her. And also, like, that's a smart, like, that's a good fuck you to whoever did it. To be like, yeah. no, you know what? You're not going to get anything I'm just throwing it out, like... And then for someone else that maybe you look up to or respect or just has a big influence and has the cultural kind of cachet, Whoopi Goldberg, to say, you stupid idiot. Why did you even take the pictures? You're so stupid. Like, that's a fuck you. And I think saying, like, hey, I I did what I did. And honestly, for you to have that take, that made me feel shitty. Like, that's the most cutting thing. I mean, it's the most honest if, you know. Between the lines, Daniel. Well, no, I'm just I think I'm just being nitpicky about the wordage. So I think I think if she would have again, like I'm just being a fucking asshole and being <laughs> and being like picky about it. But like to me, I think it would have been better if she said like if she said what you said, basically of like, hey, I did this. 
I'm taking responsibility for it. And Whoopi Goldberg, when you said that shit that hurt my feelings and that's not okay or whatever, as opposed to like, you made me feel bad about yourself, myself. I hope you're happy. Right. Like that well, seems maybe, very maybe, like maybe she doesn't want this it is, to be a bigger thing. This is playwright Daniel, like being like. I'm I'd take sorry. A, I'd take sorry. a second pass of that dialogue. Yeah, actually. I would. I Bella, would take Bella. a second pass. Listen, because here's the thing. No, for real. If it was me, if I was a fucking celebrity and my shit got caught or whatever, my shit got out, or I did what she did, and I was like, okay, it's gonna come out, so I'm just gonna release it anyway, right? And Whoopi Goldberg talk shit, talk shit to me. I wouldn't be like. Well, Whoopi, you hurt my feelings. I hope you're happy. I'd be like, hey, Whoopi Goldberg, guess what? This person invaded my privacy, and that's not okay. So I got in front of it instead so that I could take ownership of it, and you judging me for that is not cool. So think about that. Right. As well, opposed Thorne, to like, get in contact. Thorne, you if hear. you need a new social media person, Bella Thorne, if you need a new uh, personality, Dana Patel's got you. I will say what she said is better than nothing, and I applaud True. her for saying something and still calling out someone that she felt like was judgmental yeah. of her. I thought this was interesting because <laughs> I'm kind of on the fence in this type of topic because I do feel in 2019, especially as a celebrity, it is very dangerous to have that type of material of yourself out there and available for someone to get access to. But because you got the reality get the is, nudes, bro. But but also, I do think that, like, I, I don't think it's wrong to take naked pictures of yourself. I don't think it's wrong to share that with people that you care about. I think it's wrong for that person to violate that trust and to share it. Um, I don't know. But but uh, but the big thing for me is, like, she shared the pictures. Like, yeah, they're nice, but they're, they're just, like, topless pictures. Like, that's like a... a like it's they're not even like extremely graphic. Yeah, like I wish or it like was. A, I wish we lived in a world where like seeing a woman's breast wasn't a fucking. Well, but but that's also like a uniquely American thing too, right, yeah, because yeah. outside well, of the country, I've, I've been I to would, the. I would uh, say that if that happened in you know, I've been a to the naked of beaches of yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, felt very there uncomfortable. Are, there are plenty of. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think that. I mean, something. I don't know. God damn it. I've. If I've it, the times I've taken nudes and the times I've received them, what in the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's sitting over here. I got it. Hey, hey, you can't make me almost waste two oh ounces of my seven ounce Corona. Yeah, I, was to, I, was to, I couldn't too. stop thinking. I was what like, yo, I'd pay that? so much money for nudes of Sam, dude. Like, <laughs> I want to see <laughs> that. <laughs> shit. I, I want to see it. I got you. <laughs> this is not just a dream. It's a wet dream of yes. orgasmic proportions. Yes. Thank you, Ray Hudson. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody, I'm sorry for anybody listening that's oh, like, what the God fuck damn. is going on? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'll give you my, I'll give you my private Snapchat Yo, later. shout out to that soundboard uh, season two, baby. What you can do, though, is Professional when you take now. one, you put the phone, like, don't have your face in it. Don't have your face in it. Don't have your face in it. Uh, I made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> When I was 16, I think no, I got tricked. I think someone, I think someone has nudes of me. Yeah, I think what someone has nudes of me. But someone, I'm a 16 year old boy. In their basement. Who? I don't someone know. has child pornography. Who are you sending of nudes Kyle? to? I don't know. What do you mean you don't well, know? Well, I know, but I'm like oh, my, my 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 now older mind is like. This probably wasn't the person I yeah, thought. Yeah, this, this, problem, this person was not fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, well, 100%. Uh, Kyle, well, I learned good luck running for president in 20 years. Cause Dude, no one wants to see my shit you. anyway. I don't even want to see my shit. I wait. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Anyway, on that note, uh, Um, I'm I'm proud of Bella Thorne for releasing it. Yeah, it's a shitty situation. I I think Sam, you said that. Yeah, I think um, she. I think she did. Good for her. Take advantage of your own. But also, like that's so shitty that that has to be because, like, I've heard actresses say, you know, why? Like when people say, like, why did you do a nude scene or like this and that, and like there are some actresses that are like, you know what? Like I know I'm good looking. I have nothing to be ashamed of. The story calls or whatever. But the fact that she was put in that situation not by her choice, like the yes. whole, like when yeah. I was introduced to the whole, they weren't thing, meant for everybody to yeah, see. The whole, yeah, when I was introduced, and like why at the beginning now I feel like an asshole, but like right when you introduced it, I'm like, yeah, I saw some titty, because I literally <laughs> thought the the story in my mind was literally like Bella Thorne posted a nude, and then pe- people were prudish about it, but like, and I was like, well, but she's posted. How are you go- like you know even if you even if you are prudish, like she, yeah. if you're a fan of her, sorry, but like the fact that she was forced into that. I mean, I applaud the, the like her courage and, and getting out ahead of it. And I think that's all like, you know, uh, yeah, it sucks that she, she was not put in that position of her own volition. And, and I will that's say a tiny, part. tiny little tidbit to sort of wrap it up. We, I, we kind of touched on this at the beginning and obviously I can't speak for women. I know nothing about women, but like, I think <laughs> it is, I think it's something to be said of like, uh, we here as like quote unquote woke or like, sympathetic males so right cringy. can can think of like a woman with her t- her top off as nothing like that's, <laughs> that's not, not what he was gonna say it's not it's not it's <laughs> yeah. not like uh you know like we can look at that picture and go like it's like you said like it's not like horribly graphic right, right? yeah but at the same time it's important to remember for for people out there people in general like that that might not necessarily be quote unquote graphing compared to what we see, but like to other people, like, you know, for that person, like that can be really, really, really vulnerable for, you know, for Bella Thorne, that could be fucking like really her taking a huge step and be like, well, I might as well share this everybody. And that's a huge leap because now people are seeing a side of her that they don't normally see. And when you're in the public eye like that, like that's that can sometimes be a lot. Yeah. And if anything, she needs the support of, other fellow women kind of yeah. thing. Or people and us here platform. at the 86 yeah, yeah, their podcast. Us, yeah. So, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. All right. We're going to go into a really short break. When we get back, we have top five romantic comedies. That's right. We are going to tell you the top five romantic comedies of all time. Rom-coms. Stay tuned right after the break. All right, that was a word from our sponsors. Uh, we want to give a shout out to Anchor uh, for Thank supporting you, Anchor. us. Also, Thank all of so our much, listeners, Anchor. we appreciate you. you. If Anchor. you're listening on iTunes, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Play FM, uh, Beta Tape, whatever, Napster, we appreciate you MySpace, guys. We appreciate all the support. Uh, no. We really Facebook. love you guys. Eight tracks. I think they get the point. <laughs> SoundCloud. Okay. Uh, so before we get into <laughs> our top five, we of course have our CD mail players. segment. Mail mail. Kyle, you want to go get the mail? Yeah, I'll go. Just kidding. Out it's there. season two. We have email. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I, I was I like, mean, I, was, I was, I was, I was literally shocked. Super that hot Nate fire. That to you. Uh, Sorry. Boom. Roasted. Okay. All right. Uh, this mail comes from mom of a server so it says i have never worked in the restaurant industry but i can say as a mom of a server i am learning a lot and i am really enjoying the podcast thank you for the entertaining episodes you're welcome thanks mom 
Hey. Uh, I have noticed an interesting trend in Sam's vocabulary, <laughs> and I wonder if he reads the dictionary in his spare time. If so, Sam, what? are you in the seas? You have recently, oh, this is in parentheses, misused the following words. Oh. oh. Conflating, contrarian, corollary, even the non-word <laughs> corollarily. What uh, the no, fuck? I believe I and coined it, and it, that word, uh, excuse actually. Me. And it says, yes, I am keeping a list. Oh. Uh, it says, I am looking forward to next episode and Sam's next word. And just FYI, I am silently correcting your grammar. Cheers, mom of a server. So right. it's not really a question. Right. You're just getting roasted. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Roasting <laughs> Sam. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do some work this week. I'm going to find the clips that you're iner- uh, erroneously referring when to. You say There's the word of the week, erroneous. When you That's say your, clips. That is your He's in what? the E's now. When you say clips, <laughs> yeah, what, what does clips mean for you? Clips. When you say clips, that c word. Clips. I'm gonna clip your fucking head off. Hurt. 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 Tight. 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 No, I'm gonna find these. But I, I think I even made the point when we were recording that I was. I might be wrong, but I, I thought I was making a point to trademark corollary. Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? I, I feel oh set my up. God. I will say. Oh my God. I will say. In support of my homie Sam, I tried to call my Coronita oh a my Corona Rita. Corona Rita. No, it's a no, different thing. No, it's a Coronita. And he you don't have the Rita. Is that a cor? Uh, what, what? That's a Coronita. <laughs> but this, I don't think it is, goes is in a margarita, and then it makes a Corona. Corona, Rita. yeah, Corona Rita yes. is the thing you. I dump tried the to call it in. that, and he corrected me. Yeah. So if you don't have the Rita, whoever it's just wrote a that, you yeah, come out me too. If I don't know my alcohol, I don't know anything. So. All right, Respect. so that was our mail segment, I and if you are listening, <laughs> wow. you can hit us you up can roast at 86nofilterpod at gmail.com or 86nofilterpod on Instagram, and you can send us mail, and we will read it live and roast Sam. <laughs> I will say this. I want to throw this out real quick. It's only the one because I can do I know that uh, season one we words. were very, you know, talking about, like, give us your work stories. Give us your work horror stories. Give us crazy stuff out of the word. Honestly, at this point, season two is crazy. We're opening it up. We're open to anything. Just like, fuck send me. Us some and you know crazy what? shit. Send you us know? your thoughts. We want to talk about it. Stories or questions about whatever the fuck. Um, if you want to roast Sam, then that's what mailbox will turn into. And we can all just fucking can roast run, Sam. Wait, can we run back the words that I apparently didn't use correctly? No, you do that on your own time. I have. I yeah. Don't worry. I'll, I'll send. Get my I'll forward the email God to damn you. It. I have one request, and that is, you guys send us ideas for top fives because Word. we want to like know what it what is you, you need our help. Yeah. What, when you're trying what to are the top list. five things? That's Thank what we're you, here Nate. for. For That's the people. A really good segue. Speaking, Speaking of, of top, top fives. Top five. Oh, top five. So hot. I want to see top five. Top five. Top five. Yeah. Top five. That won't necessarily be a thing. Five, four, three, two, one. That also won't necessarily be a thing. Okay, so top five. Top five. Romantic comedies. Batello, you're starting because this was your thing. What's up? This was your thing, so you start. Hell yeah, it was. First off, question: Do you like romantic comedies? I just I love a good rom com. Yeah, you've seen seen most. I've seen well, well, most. Jesus, I don't know. There's a lot. 
a lot of rom-coms out there. I'm just I'm scooting I'm, my chair I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to gauge You know what? I think this uh new topic needs <laughs> Bro, Let's up, go. <laughs> I just need a beer opening sound effect now, I guess. What's uh no, honestly uh, it's oh, fuck. Okay. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Well, should we start at 5 and work our way up to 1? No, 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 no. We have to we have I think to we give all... our our entrance. Yeah, I think we should all give our own okay. entrance into the hat, and then and then from there we start. All to right. Well, I don't know if I necessarily have like a full on like bona fide top five. You don't. Know. Just give it. us. Put we one. talked about this. Okay, yeah. so pick something. Pick all right. One well, movie. I definitely know what I think is my number one. Cool. I feel confident about this, guys. Cool. Okay. Scared. I'm ready to argue. You say it. ten. Okay. Ten. Hun- it, it's how to lose a guy in ten days. What? I can't believe no. that's the one. I was it's a great wrong. fucking rom com. Okay. It's great. Is it's that all? Fantastic. The, is, wait, is that all you have to throw in the hat? No. Okay. So what then else? Fine. Throw what else? Right, so what else you got? My number two, which I thought about. This is Somebody as far as I got. I hope you thought about all these. Meet the parents. Oh. I feel like I that qualifies that as a rom com. I think that right? does. Right? It does. Oh, it absolutely yeah. counts. Meet the parents. It's, not, the parents. A, it's not like a classic rom com. Well, actually, the, I think it's just a comedy. It's, no, it's I, more. No, a I will say, but it's about them working out the their reason, relationship. But they're before already they get, a relationship. But the, they're. But they. He. Dude, they almost break up. They're but engaged, the most important relationship in the movie is not between romantic partners. Yeah, true. It's between Ben so Stiller and Robert. Is that a rom com? No, yeah. I think I it's think not, that's kind of a staple of a rom com. I think that's what? Kind of what? Well, but, but no, no, I don't no. think yes. he is. Okay, so here's maybe this is where we start. What are the staples of a rom com? Because I would say number one, it's about them relationship between yes. the, the two the main mess. characters. Yeah. 100%. If it's not if Whoever that's not the main focus of the movie, it's not a rom-com. 100%. Yes. Here here's here's Okay, here's, fine. I changed my mind. 7. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, okay. Here's my list. Here's my list, okay? Uh in no particular order. 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um Oh damn. Uh 50 First Dates. Never saw it. Interesting. Really? Yeah. 51st Dates. Wow. Great movie. What? It's a great movie. But the record state it's not that good. He goes on a date with a girl who doesn't remember him over and over again. He's kind Ooh, of a yeah, I've done that a lot. Oh, we all can wow. score roofies. Story right. not a right, right, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Hitch. Hitch is good. Mm. The, the Q-tip is that? But does that violate our rule? Is the most important relationship between Will Smith and Paul Blart. No. No. It's not a... No. It's about him and Eva Longoria. Or it's yeah, Eva, Eva Mendes. Mendes. I don't know. I don't Eva think Longoria. You don't even know Eva the fucking movie. Eva Same thing. Mendes. No, Same it's thing. when Will Smith dates Evan Longoria. <laughs> okay, coming coming to America. Coming to America. Coming to America. No, I'm sorry. Come on. Man. What's the main comedic plot point of that movie? I it's wouldn't not them I mean, getting together. Yes, it's him no. being from Africa, being with a uh, yeah. woman from America, I'll, I'll and the that. difference yeah. in culture. That's disagree. that's yeah. I would. I'll put it on. Mattel doesn't like black people. That's why I hate black people. <laughs> yeah, no. that's true. Can we get a soundbite of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, it's coming. Uh, damn. Uh, and I'm gonna say uh, Scott Pilgrim. As a okay. wild card. Okay. That, that is a good wild card. Can really I throw like some Scott more Pilgrim. in the mix? Well, Sam has to go, and then I have to go. Yeah, uh, you gave we'll, up your we'll, turn. We'll come back to you. Yeah, my turn. Right, back. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so no particular I wasn't order. prepared. I will do uh, your own 500 topic. Days of Summer. <laughs> okay. Annie Hall. Great. Um, even Annie though the, Hall, even Annie though Hall the like, the like, director's a fucking pedophile? I don't know. 
I mean, you gotta <laughs> judge artists by their art. That it's shit. just Sam we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nate, do you have something to say or what? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I, ask me I if I got I something never to say. Ask the person with the uh, soundboard. <laughs> no, any any hall, regardless of, I mean, not regardless, but you know, you can have certain feelings. Make about up your mind, are. Sam. No, any hall is a fucking masterpiece. He didn't know when he watched the movie. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Um, oh shit. Um, I can't believe you guys haven't mentioned ten, ten things I hate about I'm you. Like, I'm ten upset. things I hate about you. I love. Great movie. That um, was definitely on mine. It's a good movie. Yeah. Was that on your list? You said that too, right? No, no he said no. how to lose a guy in ten days. days. Oh, in ten days. Same thing. Not so good. <laughs> um, what was that? What was that movie? You Crawl the Warrior King. Me? No. What? Ten oh, days. Ten, ten things I hate yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, ten yeah. things I hate about you. Kate Hudson, guys. I'm not crazy about Rom com magic. Not crazy. Her mom is my deep cut. My deep cut. One that I come back to. My like. My my sort of guilt. Not guilty pleasure, but yeah, Wimbledon. Paul Bettany. Jesus Christ. Never seen it. With the, uh, what's I'm not name? even going to write that down. <laughs> no, Wimbledon's great. <laughs> you got something great. else? I haven't seen it, so it doesn't count. <laughs> Do I haven't I even have something heard else? of it. <laughs> have you guys ever seen When Harry Met Sally? Yeah. It's okay. a classic. That's okay. a classic. That's yeah. obviously. I was going to throw that in, but I was, I, I I I'm going to say in no particular give it order, two, two but marks, that's, that's number that's one. one. That's a very um, good one. My number. They have a classic part. There's a classic seat in Cat's Deli. Yeah, you, the where orgasm you, seat. You sit, there's like a sign above her where she sat in the movie. Aww. She has a sign where she sat in the movie, <laughs> uh, and it says, like, have what she had or something like Aww. that. Whatever. You can order what she had. Well, now I got to go there. Then you can fake like you're getting fucked in the <laughs> vagina. Christ. What? Wow. Too far? You don't, wow. too you far? don't act like that. I, no. Too far? That's not. She's definitely getting head. She's she, not getting fucked. You don't think? Oh, that's a Nate, good did you just point, tell her actually. I never thought about that. I didn't tell him myself. Ooh, I, I've I seen the movie. I think <laughs> I've seen the movie like think that one and a half times. If you think times, the noises Jesus. that she's making are from penetration. I'll say this. You, That's true. Yeah. Come on. I, I only Let's be have, real. I only no, have, bro. I'm really good, bro. You Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? I have a few others I'll throw in there. Let's be the ahead, next guys. one Primark. is Crazy Stupid Love, Steve Carell. Such yeah. a good movie. It's a really right good, good movie. Fine. Have you seen that movie? I have. I'm not a fan. Is He's the next bro. one X Men Three: The Last Stand? No, X Men Two, of course. Oh, uh, no. I think La La Land is a pretty good movie. Oh, no. get the fuck out! Of no, 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 no. Get I will defend. Hold on, hold on. No. Hold on. You. I will defend you that yes, it is a great movie. No, it's, it's not, not. a rom com. It's not. A, it's well, not a fucking rom. All right. What do you? What else do you have, Dad? Oh wait, wait. I have one more. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. That's a good one. I'll put That's on the list. One. I did remember one. Uh, did one. you guys ever see Drinking Buddies? I no. love Drinking Buddies. I want to see Do you that. consider that I a rom-com, though? Yeah. I guess. I think it's funny. Like, it's not It's. It, but the, it's not, but a, the it's not a traditional. Is, I mean, sure. I'll give think, it to you I as, like, a wild card. Yeah. It wouldn't would, be number one. Uh, because, like, the romance between them is very understated. And then, ultimately, spoiler alert. They don't end up together. It's not oh, about them. It's not about them but getting it, together. But in that, no, in that, that way, not, the, movie's not, the movie's more about them figuring That's out that friendship. they don't want to be together. Yeah, but so is 500 Days of Summer, spoiler alert. The more 500 Days of Summer is more about this dude figuring the fuck out that he was an idiot and this guy was I also a just really like 500 Days just from in terms, I mean, as a filmmaker nerd, like the way that they... Like production, the way it's shot, the stylistically, the way it's edited, like I love that film. Yeah, but uh, have, I would like to throw any hall, one right? into the mix. What's your What's your other one? Uh, definitely, maybe with 
Ryan Reynolds. Definitely, oh, maybe Ryan he's good. I like that movie. one. That was it's a, a super, very good movie. Super That's with solid. him and his daughter, mm-hmm. yeah, Abigail yeah. Breslin. Yeah, I and mean, he tells like, the story of how Ryan he met Reynolds. her mom, like, but you, he tells it through three women that he knew in his life, and she has to kind of try and figure out along the way who. It's her a love mom story is mystery. Story. That's from the trailer. Uh, uh, another ha- one, I will say. Oh fuck! I just forgot. Love, you love actually. We have to say love uh, actually. Fuck love actually. We have to. We have to it's put it out fine. there. Or people will be mad. It's not even the best Richard Curtis movie. But I'm just. We gotta put I it. I definitely out there. haven't seen that. I oh, I, I will say I am not have qualified. To yeah, I was like, wow. I <laughs> see why you were a little fun. reluctant. If you literally haven't seen Love Actually, <laughs> which is the most like kind of <laughs> just what like standard normal. It's a rom com about millions of rom coms. Here's the thing. It's hard as a film student to watch a rom com. Okay, it's n- a rom com is not usually pushing borders. It's, it's not. Because it's not. It's not a unique no, character. Don't put, they make, don't they put make that so all many. on rom coms. It's predictable. You're not they the only make... film student in the room, bro. I'm just saying yeah, that the bro. average rom com yeah, is bro. not pushing Theater borders. Major, the they... average everything is not good. That's why it's average. Uh, okay. Another one that but, I w- can but I throw the, but the, the thing, mix? but the thing that makes a good rom com is something that is related, like something that is average, is something that makes a good rom com. I would think That's the thing I'm that saying. makes a good rom com like is it being relatable, but something with a different twist. That's what always makes a rom com good. I think Crazy you can't be love. too Crazy different if you're being relatable. Right there. No, you can't. Which is leads me as perfect segue into my next uh, nomination. Is a, a movie show. called Playing It Cool with Chris Evans and Michelle Monaghan, Anthony Mackie, Topher Grace, Aubrey Plaza. It's a very good movie. I'm in. Here's never the thing. Seen. Let me it's give you the plot real fast. It's not yeah. a very well known movie. I'll give you the plot real fast. You're an so, indie guy, okay? So okay. Chris, I am actually. Okay. I love. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Chris Evans okay. is a writer, right? And he, uh, Anthony Mackie is his agent. Anthony Mackie tells him he's been commissioned by a studio to write a rom-com, but he's never been in love. So he's a screenwriter trying to write a rom-com, but he's never been in love. And then out of nowhere, he runs into Michelle Monaghan's character at like a dinner, and he like falls in love with her instantly, but he's never felt this before. So he's trying to figure out how he feels about her. Uh-huh. Also trying uh-huh. to write this script. This elevator's getting to the floor that we're yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. And, that, and that's it. It's about Patello. him trying to Patello. figure Patello. out all cool. It's a great movie. Okay. Forty Wipe old virgin from your eyes, real is, quick. Bro, I know. I, I no, I'll let the tears run, bro. What is, about is forty oh, yeah. old virgin a rom com? No, that's no. way that's more an comedy. comedy. Why is it not that's a rom com? Way more comedy. Because the more the moral of the story is not about him falling in love. It is. No, it yeah. kind of is. I mean, it is I don't about him losing his virginity. I wouldn't disqualify no. it. No, that's There's the whole a difference point of the movie. between sex and love. What about what yeah. about knocked up? Knocked up. Fuck. Uh, I, that's a, I, I, like movies the Apatow movies. The, 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 are, the problem with those they're is so anti like what a rom com normally is, yeah. and that's why they were good when they were. I have personally, when I go back and watch those, I'm like not as caught up. Like when I was, you know, when they were coming out, Apatow was a god, and I mean, he's still incredibly talented and super you know, uh, influential, but like the whole reason why they got so popular is cause there's like, they're doing everything rom-coms don't do. So yeah. like, uh, I, I so would hesitate to put them in that. In that did anybody way. see always be my maybe yet? Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah. I, I have. Thought, ooh, I will say crazy rich Asians. Really that was, was very good. I haven't good. seen that. Have that was seen very that. good. What this about is why uh, I don't always be my talk about it. Cause the like star yeah. is born. Is that a rom-com? <laughs> was it funny? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? What's going on? What? In the shed. I will say, let's not, let's not talk about that. Another, I don't want to fight with you. Another classic that we haven't said, which I took me a while. I watched very like late Schindler's list. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, the girl in the red dress. They Stop get together. it! Yeah, get some help. <laughs> um, no, Bridget Jones's Diary. 
is actually I never very saw fucking never good. I know they're kind of classic. Very but good. I've never they are seen very, them. and I think, you know, the reason I saw it late, maybe you haven't, is like they are very, you know, unabashedly focused on the female experience mm. in it. But in that kind of way, they're a little ahead of their time. Um, are they like the Sex in the City of movies? I, I never Sex actually watched Sex in the City, made City so I can't so really say to that. But I don't think, but it's not, they're not as. <laughs> The character of Bridget Jones is very relatable and very is not someone that has it all together. Like it's not like a uh, she's not like some like socialite person. I don't know yeah, what's silly. I'm just gonna say <laughs> my I oh what were you gonna say, Nate? Bridget well, according to uh, the Rotten Tomatoes editorial, uh, the top five romantic comedies are My Man Godfrey from 1936, Roman Holiday from 1953. Roman Holiday is oh, good. good no, it's good. You I haven't seen, seen that. I haven't seen it. I just heard 1950. It's Audrey Hepburn and Gregory oh, yeah, Peck. Like it's they are white people. <laughs> yeah. Some like it hot. Is that uh, no. Phil- Philadelphia <laughs> Story from 1940. This is where it gets interesting. The Big Six. From night from oh, 2017, I haven't seen that. Big Sick is great. The it's, it's it's fucking, yeah. I like Camille Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, is great. Yeah, I did yeah. say his name right. Yes. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, well, it was Nanjiani. A little, we'll, a, we'll ask your mom. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry, she'll tell you. <laughs> I had a cassette tape. How of do you know it was my soundtrack mom? from the Big Chill? Oh, I, I have no idea. I'm not sitting next to you. Okay. And then the number one is it happened one night in 1934. Uh, I've heard oh, of that. I have Interestingly, fucking, also, I feel like this is worth it. mentioning. Number six is Crazy Rich Asians. These so. are these look like based on tomato scores. I will say that Crazy Rich Asians is Annie Hall is incredibly good. Bro. Yeah, Annie Hall is a fucking bro. classic. Bro, bro, bro. Princess bro. Bride. Bro, what oh, about bro. Gangster oh. Squad? Oh. I don't know if I can. The Princess Bride is my favorite. American Princess mo- Bride. Like, American directed movie of all what time. About okay, Bangkok we gotta we gotta start nailing this down. Listen to me. When Harry Met Sally is number one. I think When Harry Met Sally definitely has a case for number one. Uh, but I also I now think of Princess Bride, and I would put that at number one. Some like it hot. Is not yeah, a rom-com. That's what I said that before. That is not like a rom-com. You, did you say something like that? Uh, well, when you were reading them off. Yeah, I was he, like, was, yeah, like yeah he was guessing or something. Princess Bride is not a rom-com. See, but like Bull, Groundhog Day? Bull Durham is a great movie, but Ooh, do I call it a Not a rom-com. Well, I know, exactly, but I'm saying it's showing up on this list. Juno. Uh, that's the, in the fuck. same way. Oh, no, that's no. not a Juno. Oh, yes, it is. And it's no, not, it's it's yes, not, it is. Juno's the not top five anything. The main plot of that story is not a Yo. love plot. No, I'm not going to fight with you guys about it. And I'm going to say Groundhog Day. You guys don't understand. If you don't, it's not a rom-com. Ghostbusters. If you don't get it, you don't. If you don't get it, you don't get it. There's Shakespeare in Love. That was a good movie. Somewhere in there. Yo, Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love was a good movie. That's a fucking. I saw that on here too. All right, we, we gotta make it top. Yeah, five. this we is gotta yeah. We gotta five. we gotta come to some sort of fake consensus. I need we're, we're spiraling. <laughs> I need when Harry met Sally in there, and but I need how to you lose a guy it. in ten days. No, I refuse. Yeah. I'll die. I on refuse. It's so good. Isn't that what? It, how to lose a guy in ten days is a classic. Dude, Matthew rom-com. McConaughey almost that's left Hollywood to McConaughey. get away from that movie. No, he almost yeah, left because he did the, the really quote unquote sequel, Fool's Gold, with Kate Hudson, which was bad. Listen. I'm telling you, Ooh, clueless. How clueless to Lose a Guy in Ten Days great. has every single quintessential cliche of a rom-com. It hits every point, and it's still a good story. Yeah, well, well, I, well, so does Wimbledon, and no one. And he said he wasn't putting no, it on the Wimbledon list. Wimbledon doesn't. You know how Bots. I know it doesn't? Because you've never seen nobody it. Nobody fucking knows. Wimbledon. <laughs> Literally, never heard of that movie. That's why it's Sam, not going on the Sam, list. Sam, in your defense, you won't it's let me put Forty Old Virgin or listen, Knocked Up on the listen, list. It's so on. How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days has everything. 
It has uh, the guy, the unsuspecting, like macho Please guy. Don't thinks recap he knows the everything. plot. Please. Okay. Yeah, we then don't he, need. And yeah, he has the we, friend. We, he has the train wreck. Friends. I'll take. Train wreck. I will take no, your word for it. It's not really? Rom-com. I like take your word for it. I like that movie too. Can we put it in the top five? If it will make um, this go wait, faster, wait, yes. yes. Time out. Time okay. out. Time no. Out. no. 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 Oh my god. Time out. What What were you, the other movies that you were pitching? Yeah. Can we have some of your uh, other movies? Definitely. Maybe. I'll Which take I would that that that, that, that movie. That movie. Lo- here's the thing. Definitely a maybe. Ten days, like plot wise, <laughs> structure wise. <laughs> I told you. Classic. It's a classic rom-com. Cool. No, not, none of the three of us have seen it, so we can't <laughs> co-sign so, you. Uh, so, so then you're not co-signing me for the fact that you haven't seen it, not because you think I'm wrong. Sure. Nate, Sam. Yes. Nate, you Sam. know what? Yes, you're I'll, right. I'll now put I feel it, like you're patronizing me. I'll <laughs> it doesn't matter. It. What do you want from me? I'll do it. I'll tap dance. You want nudes? I'll give you nudes. <laughs> do we put, do we put, is, pretty put woman, is Pretty Woman on our list? No. I'll put How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days at number five if you... Don't talk about it for the rest of the show. Fine. And you'd have no input on the top four. Okay, but what? Coming, <laughs> <laughs> coming to America is on my list. Fine. Fine. Take, uh, so, I really so, okay, no, I like this. Fight so that's no, no, no. number four. Wait, wait, can I pitch something? Can I pitch yeah. something? Yes. What if we all get to talk about it? Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Everybody? No. So I can't Next. pitch something. You guys are haters. <laughs> Nick and Nora's not that good. Um, you guys wait, are haters. Yeah. Yeah. Wedding Crashers. Wedding, wedding crashers. crashers. But that's more about that's them crashing weddings than it is. What the fuck are you talking about? Than it is that's him a love story between Owen Wilson and Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. And while, meanwhile, while mm. to tide you over, it's Vince Vaughn and Isla Fisher, in case you're not satisfied, you goddamn <laughs> fucking heathen. Wow. Can you tell Batella feels strongly about this? Chris, I will. I will. Okay. I will put okay, 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 Crashers okay. at number five. Number, number five, five. Number five is How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Even though three out of the four of us yes. haven't seen it, so that I've seen it. I cool. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. It. I'm pretty sure it was one of the. I'm pretty sure I had a, like a substitute teacher that brought it in one day. Nate, <laughs> Nate, I'll say this. It's like PG-13. So. I, I know would the rather listeners back me. I would rather have Scott Pilgrim than Coming to America. Me too. Coming I think to Scott. America. I would rather have better you guys America. need to watch Coming to America. I would rather have I've Coming to America. Coming it. to America is a work <laughs> it's of art. More, Scott they should Pilgrim is in, in the end about him overcoming his like. I could lose Scott Pilgrim. I would take Coming to America over yeah. Scott Pilgrim. Okay, Coming All to right, America. Fine, then. we can yeah. move How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days up to number three. <laughs> Shut the nope. fuck. <laughs> so up. in fourth place is Coming to America. Okay. I don't agree with that. Wait, can we can we take Princess Bride out? Of yes. the running because it's so complicated. But because you it's can't so, have it's number one of everything. Yeah, it's literally top five rom coms. It's not fine. Okay, neither fine. one of them are rom coms. No, it's how, they're Princess, it's how are not, they not rom coms? They're like comedies. I would say have romance. It's a rom. It's a rom adventure. It's like a fun. It's, it's it, like a it fantasy so rom adventure. I mean, like that's not. It's the he's saving the princess. Okay, every time we do a movie thing, Princess Bride's number one. So if that can be a bit, we can like get out of it. Like best adventure movie, best sword fight in cinema history, uh, best straight romance, most attractive rom com, male and woman being blonde, most blonde, like best be- movie with Mandy Patinkin, best movie with Andre <laughs> the Giant, best, best movie, movie with Carrie Elwes, uh, best movie with Robin Wright. What's his name? He's in best Rob Reiner movie. What? Who, what? Rob Reiner. I don't know. Carrie oh, okay. Elwes. 
No, the guy that does Mowage. He's the main oh, guy. I think he's in, dead. No, I don't know. Wallace when Sean. Harry Met Sally. It's not Wallace Sean. He's the fucking main. Billy. No, you, Andre Billy the Crystal. Giant. You're thinking. Billy Crystal. No, you're thinking of Miracle it's Max. Not Billy ah, Crystal. fuck. You're right. It's, it's not, Miracle Max. It's not. Wait, Billy no, no, no. Crystal. He's totally Tracy Mowage. No. no. Oh, he is Miracle no, Max. No, it's Tracy Ullman and Billy Crystal playing Miracle Max. You're right. You're right. Hey, I'm not Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all finished, finished or y'all uh, done? Definitely, maybe. I feel strongly no, about you. Not the you felt strongly I enough. Haven't we seen we put How I Met Your Mother. Whatever the we fuck put fucking <laughs> Coming to America on oh this list. Oh my god! It is. It's a highly underrated classic. Thing and number. I don't know what number one and number five hundred first dates. Oh my god! <laughs> you mean fifty first days? Whatever. No, uh, no, 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 no. no. five hundred. No, five hundred days of summer. That's all. Five hundred days of summer is number three. I combine number three. Yeah, number okay. three. Oh, I would say number two. I didn't say it. I didn't no, say number it. three. Notting what goes Hill? above it? Not a What goes Sally. number three? How to lose a guy in ten days? No, that's number five. Here it is. You you have the power to mute his mic, right? I do. I do. I got it. So we got How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days uh-huh. at number five. Yes. We got Coming, Coming to, to America, America at number four. That's right. We have 500, um, days. Uh, 500 days at number Hutch. three. We have um, Hutch at number three. How <laughs> no, the Hutch. fuck is Hutch? Starsky Hutch. and Hutch. No, Hutch with Will Smith. Hitch. motherfucker. Whatever. Wrong Hitch has now been in the top 10. Um, number three would be 500 Days of Summer. Yes. Number two would be 10 Things I Hate About You. And number one would be When Harry Met Sally. Wait, do I'm, I not get I'm a sh- good wait, with wait, those. Wait. I thought, so what I was going to pitch earlier is we all get like a shitty, a shitty thing that none of, no one else agrees with. And then no, we have one at the end. Four of they, us, and we only have top five. Fifty. Yeah, so we have one we agree on, and then you okay. get Listen, your movie. Let you get me tell movie. you something. I, really, I get Wimbledon. I guarantee <laughs> you, the listeners, if they had to vote between one movie to stay in this fucking list, they would vote five. Uh, so how did this guy? In you don't know that. So wrong. You don't know fucking that. Coming okay, to hold America. on. Hold on this now. Hold on. Okay, we're not gonna look. This isn't. An, There's this a no racism podcast. Okay, and this isn't a definitive list. It's not racism, but the movie's not a rom com. This is just the list. That it we is. end up with. Oh, have God. you even I, seen I Coming to America? Yes. What's the point? What's the plot of that movie? Not about him falling in love with someone. He's already in love with her, and That's he's trying to get the fucking America. dad who owns McDonald's to fucking no. let her date him. That's not no. him and Arsenio because Hall mop a lot of floors because he, he loves, fucking loves this girl. He loves a girl from Queens who is essentially nothing compared to him as a king. That's Mate, why he pretends to be a janitor do you so that think, she will love him Do you think outside of his money. It's a rom-com. No. I give that. I ship it. It's on the list. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally agree that it's you're on the list. Okay. No, it's absolutely a rom-com. You're outvoted. I agree. I agree that it's on the list. All right, okay, fine. You know what? I'm fine with Kyle's okay. idea. You're still 500 wrong. Days of Summer. No. Definitely when maybe. Harry when Sally. Harry Met Sally's number one. What's when Harry Met Sally's number let's, one. Okay, hold on. But I want to make a case about no. Fifty First Dates because Fifty First Dates no, is a it's really over, bro. no, no, no. no. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Fifty First Dates. Okay. Re- recall Fifty First Dates. The plot I of that movie. Remember it. I've okay. seen it a million times. I have never seen it. It's one of it's really? it's a great Adam Sandler film. He courts a woman who has some. She has some head it's trauma where every day. How is it? On Keep going. Other, plenty of other rom-coms have done the whole like, Roofy oh, thing. I need you convince me that you're in love with me every day sort of thing. There's like three Rachel McAdams. But who has back. done it with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore? Who fucking cares? I'll in Hawaii. This. I'll say this. I love the movie, but it, it could be a little creepy that uh, Adam Sandler is... 
Also, Sean Astin's nipples know. are out the whole time. The, the dad's that's the only weird. Good the, 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 the dad it's for doesn't want effect. him. The dad's like, get away from my daughter, kind of thing. At the start, because he eventually because then he gives away into his man. Because, yeah, but then Vicky Valencourt shows up. <laughs> oh, the See? water boy. Oh yeah. Oh, the movie's wait. not funny, but let me quote it because I remember wait. it. That's a water boy, bro. Right. I was gonna say movie. the water boy. How's that? Not? That's a rom com for sure. Get out of my house. No. I mean, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe this is Number be. three is 500 days. Uh-huh. Yes. Number, Number two, two is definitely how to lose. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> 10 days. Uh, 10 no, no, things no, no, I no, hate no, about no. you. 10 things is I hate about you. Beautiful film. That's a okay. good movie. I will agree with that. Joseph Gordon-Levitt number brings one in is at number the three, Dark number two, Knight by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> 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 number one is Inception. <laughs> and number one is the greatest romantic comedy of all time. Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> that movie when wasn't even Sally. good. Damn, what inglorious Scott Pilgrim. I saw it once. I thought it, the I've fight scenes were cool and everything. All right, else so was listen, filler. everybody, listen up. So we got I'm when so Harry sorry. met Sally. What was number two again? Ten what? things no, I, hate, things I, hate, things things I hate about you. Five hundred days of Wait, summer. Wait, did we? Is when yeah, Harry met no, Sally is number one? Yes. Yeah. Did we? Did we vote on that? No, we're just. It's over. Yeah. When no, Harry, no, no, no. Listen, I mean, no. We have none of this has been a democratic or graceful process. Cut it out. We got number one. Patello Sammer. When Harry met Sally. <laughs> number two. Ten things, Ten I, things hate I hate about you. Who starts a top five number list from three. number one? <laughs> People that have no idea summer. about dramatic tension. Number the fifth four. One's his favorite. Coming to America. And number five. How to lose a guy yeah. in 10 That's days. how you know God says if you're you wrong. you agree or disagree, <laughs> hit us up in those DMs at 86nofilterpod at gmail.com or oh, Instagram. Fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Yeah. I can't believe you've done this. Like, subscribe. We want to know if right. you disagree with that list or if you have other ideas for a new top five. Because clearly we can't agree on anything. I think movies are going to be very uh, divisive. I feel like we just need a more definitive. I feel like rom-coms is just a tough like it, it's, it's. I feel a, like you guys in the eye of the beholder. How to lose a guy in 10 days. I'm also, done. I haven't seen a lot of rom-coms. <laughs> At this point, after <laughs> this, I would rather. I will, Jump I off will, a bridge, then watch that movie. To but tell I will smile. watch. I will watch You're that movie lost, with bro. you. See you later. If you want, I'll watch that movie with bro, you. Bro, I would love to watch that movie with you because guess right. what? We're gonna watch it, and I guarantee what's gonna happen is gonna be over, and you're gonna look at me and go, "Yo, that's a pretty good fucking movie." And I'm like, "Oh no, yeah, I know." Pretty good. That that sounds like it deserves to be on top number five. five. It was <laughs> number. It was pretty five. good. Yeah, there's been no more t- rom coms. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. I all mean, right. That's, well, that's it. That's all we got this week. I'm glad week. we came to such a, you know, such a unified. I think there's no sort of friction or conflict anymore. No, no, no. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Figured it out. And over your graves, I'm going to say, all right, all right, all, all right. right. Yeah, that's not from 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, it is. Go watch that fucking movie, you <laughs> oh, goddamn Jesus fucking God. motherfucker. No, he might have said it, but it's not from that movie. Hey, Nate, take us out. I see what you're saying. Hey, hey Sorry, thank, 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 you Matthew thank you guys for tuning in. Season two is on its way. If you're listening to this, then you already know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on its way. It's here. It's here. Yeah. Uh, Be ready. Two is here. We got Kyle Metz. Uh, we got Sam Weiner. We got Nate Miller. And it's your boy, fucking Daniel Batello. <laughs> Maybe the in beer the was a bad idea. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Get that soundboard, Nate. I'm Take fucking, us out. I'm fucking dead.
All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is uh, episode one of season two. We appreciate you guys tuning in with us. Uh, we've really had fun getting this together. We appreciate all of our supporters. Uh, yeah, and we're just kind of really excited to see where this goes and kind of grow. And hopefully you guys get involved with us. But, uh, yeah, 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 we want to give a big shout out to our first subscriber, our hey. first supporter, Gussie Miller. Gussie Miller, baby. My dad, with the big $10 a month, we appreciate you. This is your shout out. Uh, if you want to be a supporter, you can go to 86 No Filter Pod and you can support this podcast for any uh, dollar amount of your choice. You know, $1, $2, $10. That's up to you. You know, we don't know your financial budget. That's a personal thing. Yeah. So we're going to be back next week uh, with some more fresh, topical, recent topics. Uh, uh. A new top five. Hopefully, uh, yeah. maybe a little more tight than, <laughs> than the nah. rom-coms. Uh, and, you know, maybe a guest. I don't know. We'll keep you on your toes. Hey, we're uh, always growing. We're always improving. That's right. Always strive to grow and prosper. Yolo. ASAP. Baby. That's what that is. ASAP. That's what that ASAP. ASAP. That. No, All right. Uh, yeah, so this has been the 86 No Filter Podcast. My name is Nate. My name is Sam. Serendipity Anomaly. My name is Kyle. Danny Botts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you can find us on 86 No Filter Pod on Instagram, and we'll be back here next week. Hey, uh, hey. Thanks for listening. You know. Boys, it gets better. I think it gets better. We're still recording. <laughs> <laughs>